Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Today's episode is sponsored by Try Vegan, a meal delivery plan that is 100% heart-healthy, plant-based, made without gluten, oils, or refined sugar. All customers receive eight meals and two sides for only $100 plus $9.99 shipping. They offer an exciting new menu each week that are shipped out on Mondays. Based in New Jersey, Try Vegan delivers north to Vermont, south to Maryland, west to Pennsylvania, includes all major cities such as New York and Philly. There's no contract or commitment. And you all, my audience, can save 25% off your first order. Promo code, capital L, capital Y, capital T, capital Y, yoga. That's lit yoga. Website is tryveganmealprep.com. Vince is a friend of mine. He is an amazing human being. And I have this myself. This saves me time and energy. And I get these delicious, delicious homemade meals delivered right to my doorstep. So try vegan yourself. Good movement, and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a Lit Yoga podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through safer and smarter movement patterns, so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Today is Monday Motivation, and I was just telling my husband, I think it's like day 40 of the pandemic, that I was really trying to find something motivational to speak about, but that would also not be, you know, light and fluffy motivation, because I think we all are needing motivation, and yet it's not necessarily the right time to just be like, hey, how to get more energy and with five steps. So I was trying to find something that would really be real and helpful and I started um, looking at one of my journals from the past and some of the things that I'd written down. And one of the words that, or phrases that I had written down helping someone who is really struggling emotionally with something was um, how to be more robust and less fragile. And I started thinking about the word fragile because I've, I've heard a lot of people say that and I've seen on social media, people writing about how they're feeling very fragile right now because this Time is such an unprecedented period that that any of us have 
lived through and witnessed on so many levels. And again, I'm not going to speak to people who are really at a level of um, desperation and, you know, fighting for their health, fighting for their life, fighting for food on the table. This is really those of us who are, are not quite in that predicament, but have still a lot of uncertainty and a feeling of fragility with that. And there's a book actually that's written. I haven't read it, but I'm going to talk about it here or just mention it here because it is going to be on my list now. Because when I was looking at other things, I had written that book down and it's, um, it's about becoming anti-fragile and it's by um, Nassim Taleb. And again, I have not uh, read it, but what I do know he talks about is this element, this journey into becoming anti-fragile. So it's not just like not being fragile or being less fragile, but being anti-fragile. So if you have a spectrum, and it is a spectrum, there would be fragile on one end of it, robust would be in the middle, and then anti-fragile would be on the other end of it. And so he really talks about being anti-fragile. But I have heard that talk in other ways as well, especially geared to the body and, and as well as emotional state. But I was thinking, you know, this is a time where we are uh, confronted with this spectrum. Like where on it do we lie? Where do we want to be and how do we get there? Simultaneous to thinking about all this, I've been working with the Olympic rowing team and they have done some interviews with me this week with some different media sources. And I loved hearing them talk about what it's like to learn that they're not going to be able to go to the Olympics this summer, that they're having to put it off a year and what that means for their training and their personal lives. And they say it all with such humility and such grace and such recognition that they ultimately are in a privileged position even to be in this sport and healthy and rowing. And yes, it's an inconvenience, but there are probably benefits and that they can come back stronger and more united and they can really focus and be determined to up their game. And that also got me thinking about how to be anti-fragile. So think about if you were holding a box, like we were getting all these things delivered maybe to our doorstep and you know, some of them say fragile inside something's fragile. Well, the way you pick up that box is very different than if you had something that was really hardy in there and that wasn't going to break. So because you know if you pick up the box that has something fragile in there, it doesn't take much uh, force or jostling around for the contents of it to break. And if it was robust, it would be you know, you would, you could kind of shake it around and it still would not change, you know, and the, but being anti-fragile is we could really take the box and whatever's inside and totally kick it around or the, the UPS people or whoever FedEx people could kick it around, drop it. And it's not only that it wouldn't change, but it might get better, you know, with, with it being kicked around is the idea of being anti-fragile is that you are not just remaining the same, but you in fact are getting stronger from this along this spectrum. And it's refers to, you know, the stress, the stressors that are on you, the time that how you were reacting to all these different elements, you know, how long you were like kicking around the box, the stress that was placed on the box or inside the box. And we can apply this to what? Our daily lives right now. 
Now, again, it is a hard time because we're probably more distracted and less focused in a lot of ways in in trying to develop this anti-fragile persona, (laughs) but it's possible. And so some of the things that I think I would recommend just normally, even not during this pandemic side, but become even more important at this time. And that is that we do need to continue to challenge ourselves. And that could be the challenge of a physical challenge. It could be the challenge of reading you know, a book when your brain is just clogged and doesn't feel like it can absorb anything. So I'm going to challenge myself to read this book. I'm also reading a few other things, but it, what I find, and you probably find to some degree as well, is like, I'll pick up something, I can stick with it for a little bit, and then my mind wanders. And that's a very, that's not just being distracted. That is a sign of stress as well. Our, our distractibility right now is not just, hey, you're typical. I get distracted because life has, you know, that's how my brain works. It, it, it's also a sign of stress that we can't kind of settle and focus as as well as we might normally. But it would be behoove us to challenge ourselves and in that challenge become more anti-fragile um, to do something with our bodies and with our brains, despite the fact that we don't feel like it, but also being gentle that, you know, it doesn't have to be done in a certain amount of time. But So here is my recommendations for your brain. Pick a book that you have wanted to read, are interested in reading, but that might be a little more challenging than, you know, flipping through a magazine and challenge yourself. Because again, through the idea is that we are, we're not just wanting to stay the same, but we actually want to get stronger. And that includes the neurons in your brain that are partly in charge of making your brain bigger and smarter. And we do that through things like reading, you know, reading words on a page. It's always great to read it on an actual page versus on a screen, but that might not be possible. So just focus on trying to read a book and think one book that might be a lot for you right now. And for you readers, that might not be, but maybe challenge yourself to read something a little bit more complex. And, you know, it's great to have those very easy beach type reads, but maybe read something a little bit more complex that your brain really has to like get tangled in and and feel that we one thing that I know he talks about in this book uh it's because it's the subtitle is we should crave disorder because that disorder is what makes us our those neurons fire faster and harder and makes us more anti-fragile so we, we have a lot of disorder in our lives right now we shouldn't crave more but the disorder of actually doing of reading something that is not necessarily easy to read will be a little bit up like having disorder because we're just it's just so different and it will really disrupt uh the monotony of our thoughts so try that for your brain for your body the muscles are very much they the the, the analogy the analogy or the analogy between like growing your brain and growing your muscles are are so similar you really need your muscle fibers to prepare to handle future stress and they should become better with struggle it's the same idea of becoming stronger and anti-fragile so it's not that you want to kick around your muscles but you want to work them hard hard, hard, hard in a way that maybe they're not used to. And that could be in the number of repetitions you do. 
that could be in the endurance of what you're calling upon your muscles to do. It's also in moving a variety of ways. I talk a lot in all my podcasts about how important that is. But this element of of really strengthening yourself through a, a little bit of a struggle, making those muscle fibers almost bend so much that they would break. And then they, you know, as they heal, you, you build more muscle. That's how it happens. And we're, again, we're kind of in, in real time, comp overcompensating to handle stress in the future. That's how we're getting more robust slash anti-fragile. And so how can you think, just think in your way, like how in your life can you start to do that? So if you're sitting a lot and you're already not that active, you're starting from a place of more fragility anyway. So you need to start moving, but it doesn't have to be a lot. It could be push-ups. Like push-ups are such the old standard and they're a reason why they're a standard because they work. They really work. They work the core, they work the arms. You want to work your glutes when you're doing push-ups because it stabilizes your pelvis. But start recording like how many push-ups you can do. Really good ones. And the good ones I look at are like not necessarily how far down you go, which I think some trainers would look at that because you get that huge stretch across the chest wall, but how slowly you lower and how controlled you come up as well. So it's not like land, pop back up. It's a real controlled because that's really going to call upon the um, eccentric um, muscle fiber work. And that always builds more strength, that eccentric contraction. So work on this controlling the movement down and up. Same idea with something like a squat or a hop squat, really building your glutes, building your quadriceps and doing that repetitively in bigger ranges, adding plyometrics to it. The one-legged stuff, of course, adds a huge dimension. But think of a few ways that you can add this kind of good stress into your body so that you can get more anti-fragile. It's like glass. They actually have the physics property and Einstein was one of the uh, ones who came up with the formula for it. I, I don't know the name offhand, but it's this quantum physics kind of formula where you determine the fragility of glass. Um, the ones, the, the glass that's very fragile, um, it's how when it comes from the viscosity when it's changing um, shape and it's hardening, how quickly it hardens that time period and the the amount it hardens determines its fragility. So for instance, if you're, the time was really short between like when it's more of a fluid to a hardening to a glass, if that's a really short time period, then the fragility of the glass is more. If you have a longer time period, you're building up natural kind of durability and the fragility of the glass is less. And it's similar to your body. You need a, a little bit longer time period to really increase that durability and get that anti-fragile state. So I think it's like we have to do this despite the fact that we want to sit on the couch more, that we want to zone out more. We need distractions in a lot of ways to help cope. But this is actually another way of coping. And I hope that we can all believe this to be true, is that becoming anti-fragile is what we need in a lot of ways now more than ever, because we don't know what the future holds. And in in preparing for it, by becoming 
not just more robust on the spectrum, but anti-fragile, we're becoming stronger and more prepared for what might come our way. And when we do that in our brain and in our body, we can also do it in our spirit. So I hope this little talk on becoming anti-fragile was useful for you. And maybe we should all get back to each other after we read this book by uh, Nassim Talib. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. And being okay, like he said, we should crave disorder. We're, we're in the middle of a lot of disorder. So let's take advantage of that in the ways that we can control, which is through what we do with our body and with our brain. Thank you for joining me today. And I'm sending you extra hugs and support, pulling for you as always. Hugs from me to you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.